Embarking on this tumultuous journey of love and challenging times, the pressure to find the ideal partner can often lead to unwarranted scrutiny. Instead of succumbing to external expectations, this episode encourages standing resolute in personal choices, emphasizing that a clear vision fosters meaningful connections. Maria and MJ delve into love, relationships, commitment, and self-discovery in the True Love Knots podcast. As MJ aptly puts it, the essence lies in providing truth, offering a platform, and creating pathways for personal growth. Throughout the conversation, they highlight the transformative power of seizing opportunities, reminding listeners that every experience, whether triumphant or challenging, contributes to personal development. The episode unfolds with insightful discussions, exploring the guest's journey, the significance of personal growth and finding a partner, the dynamics of relationships at different life stages, and the profound connection between self-discovery and overall growth. Hi, everybody. Maria Romano here. True love not. So let me tell you, um, it's been a really busy, busy month. And you know what? The year is almost gone. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I just want to send out lots of love and happiness to all of my listeners out there. Because, you know, we're coming up in the holidays and it's a stressful time. And speaking of that, you know, stressful times happen when you're in dating, when you're looking for love, even more so because we're under lots of pressure. Like we hate those questions. How come you haven't found anybody yet? Or how come you keep picking the wrong person? (laughs) Nobody likes those questions. And this is what I always tell everyone. I tell us, you tell them, listen, the reason I haven't found the right person is the dating pool gets narrower because I know what I want. And when you know what you want, you know what you're going to get. And that's why today I have a great guest on. His name is MJ Rochelle from, um, where are you from, MJ? Again, it's in- I'm from Louisiana. So I did. Okay. Home of beignets and all the grits and south and everything. And, you know, he um, has a multimedia company. Oh, yes. And he has a multimedia company. But he also wrote a book about the woman in the middle, which we're going to get into. And let's send out hugs and kisses, virtual hugs. Welcome, MJ. How are you doing today? But- I'm good now. Yeah. Nah, you look fabulous, Miss Maria. I, I look good. I'm happy. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm blessed. How are you? <laughs> happy, happy holidays to you and yours. Thank you. So first of all, a couple of things. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what guided, kind of got you to where you are today. Oh, great. Uh, well, my name's MJ, and I'm from Louisiana. Yeah, who that? Go Saints. That's what we do. And uh, I, I just, uh, I, I'm really just a, a caveat. I'm a person that just really wants to just help his community. That's really all I'm about. If I can provide a platform for people to express themselves in a creative manner, then that's my goal. So I, I want to be like a whole monopoly board full of opportunity for other people to be able to, you know, multimedia and music videos and podcasts and TV shows and the whole nine. So with my company, Bomb Swag, I kind of want to be either to be the sponsor or partner with you to be able to help you get to the next level in whatever it is that your endeavors are. So that that's pretty much me. So Bomb Swag, how would you come up with the name? Let's talk about that. that that is good i'm old school and i'm i'm an 80s baby so we used to use that type of terminology back then say oh that's the bomb or you the bomb.com girl or 
you know, we were the originators of swag. We were saying swag way back in the 90s. So I just incorporated, you know, what the what people are saying today as opposed to what, you know, we grew up with and just kind of bridge the gap between, you know, both of the, the, the genres and, you know, the age groups and all that, kind of just for everybody. That's why I hence the name Bomb Swag, to connect the bridge between old school and new school and everything moving forward. And, you know, it's funny because I've, I've heard the term, of course, and I've used it myself many times. That's the bomb, right? That means it's the ultimate. You can't say that now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No places they arrest you. Oh. So. Yeah, you got to, like, do a dance with it now. If you say bomb, you got to, like, high-five somebody or something. So tell us a bit about, you know, your background, and we'll get into the book in a moment because uh, I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you, about you helping people, but what what made you decide to do that? You know, do a um, well. I'm a I'm a former Division One college athlete. Played football at the University of Louisiana Monroe. Go Warhawks! Uh, I interned at a, a radio station. You know, for a while I was in radio for a while. I, I hosted with uh, my partner's name James Aubrey at Dallas South Sports Magazine, and you know, you know, North Louisiana. You know, we came up with this great magazine culture with uh, with DVDs and a TV show where we traveled to a bunch of different uh, HBCUs and, and, you know, black colleges. And we're just kind of uh, interviewing drum majors, cheerleaders, just kind of giving that whole environment, that 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 whole, you know, genre, that whole greatness that is HBCUs. And so I kind of just been a jack of all trades. I just really been out there seeing that there's so much great culture and great music and great talent that's out there, but nobody really has a solid platform, something legitimate that they can showcase their talent. So when I say, you know what, if I could come up with something to give people an opportunity to just show their skills and let people know what they really got going on, I think that that'd be a help to, you know, maybe the community as a whole. So that's what made me want to develop bomb swag and even write the book the woman in the middle because it's all about helping if i could give some some truth and give a platform and give a, a alleyway for people to be able to get to the next level then i've done something good with my life so that's pretty much my whole ordeal with it i just want to help and get to the next level and that's a great purpose because you know that's something that most listen we all want to make money we all need to pay the bill but if you find your passion, your purpose, and you're doing what you like, you know, if you're giving people what they want, that's an old saying from Zig Ziglar. You give them what they want, they get what they want, and you get what you want. And that, that makes a difference. But, you know, when you're right, because the platform, you want to give people a safe place. And I think it's important because some people, right, don't you feel that they're concerned that they're not ready yet, they have imposter syndrome, and they need that little edge? Yes, yes, yes. You, you, just, you just need... An opportunity, because a lot of things you can do in front of the mirror, you know, but then you get in front of a camera and things change. So you need practice. You, you know, you need to eat. I think there's levels to it. So you may think you want to do something, but until you get the opportunity to actually do it, that'll really be the tell all about if that's something you really want to accomplish. Just remind you, I was listening to a podcast, Mel Robbins, yesterday. And she was talking about imposter syndrome and people having that fear to take that paralyzed fear to take the first leap, the first step. And she right. said, 
the one of the uh, most used terms for motivation was actually uh, a promo Nike, right? Just do it. Right, we've all it. But the most important word, what do you think that most important word is? Just. It's not the do it, it's the just, because the just is that imp you need to just do forget about it. It's never going to be going to be perfect. You're never going to get in front of the camera and be a natural. It's like you said, it takes time. A singer, athlete, anything you do in life. And I think that's the key thing that, you know, is important in any messaging, even with dating, which we'll get into and the woman in the middle is like your book. Your book didn't happen overnight, right? The book was a relationship oh. and it took you some time. And I think that's the important the thing is you got to put the work in. Nobody's going to do it for you. You got to put in that little sweat, that elbow grease, and the results are good. So tell us, what there are interesting stories. So share with me a little bit about the what I said, okay, the title. So how did you come up with the title? Let's talk about that. All right. The woman in the middle, right? So throughout my whole life, trying to find my quote unquote perfect lady. Right, I was really running into two groups of women. Okay, I was running into the women on the left that were either graduating out of high school, finishing college and all that, you know, when I was in college and all, that they were great. They were wonderful, you know, perfect partners for me, but they weren't ready to settle down yet. They say, I don't want to live life. I want to enjoy myself. I'll see you in about 10 years, MJ. <laughs> I was meeting them on the left. And then I would meet women that would be on the right. That was saying, you know, they were a little older, probably my late 20s, probably going into 30s, even 40s. I was saying, hey, I've lived my whole life. I've checked all my boxes. I am tired of this dating. I'm ready to get married. The first date, they like, all right, what you want to be? Let's do this. <laughs> so it, so I'm ready to that. So I can't get the ones on the left to settle down with me. And the ones on the right have done it all, seen it all. So if I can't go to left and I can't go to right, my mission was to say, well, maybe I can find something smack dab in the middle. That's perfect for me. Someone that hasn't necessarily lived an entire life, but yet somebody that's had some experience that wants to kind of walk that life, that walk of life with me. So that's where that title comes from, the woman in the middle. So you're young. You're you're younger. I'm not going to ask you your age, but you're young. I'm 37. I, I'm not old, but I'm not young. Baby, your baby. What I mean by that is, you know, we're living longer today. All of us yes. longer, and of uh, even people in fifties, sixties, and seventies and eighties are looking to find love. And it's interesting you say that about the woman on the left and the woman on the right. Well, most women are on, and even men are on the right side where the, we want to get married. You know, they get to over forty or fifty. We got to do it now. I'm going to die tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because on the left side, you have that, um, what is it, that, um, what do I call that, that baby clock that's, you know, that baby clock ticking in, fertility clock, where everybody's saying, you know what, we got to get married because I got to have babies and I'm getting older, right? So you're basically concerned. But then... You get to an older age and you've got the mortality clock. And that's so you go from fertility to mortality. I think it's kind of interesting. And, you know, I think you're right. Like you got to kind of get in the middle about finding that what works. Because the, I see it, I speak to people that are older and, we, oh, and they're ready to just settle down. How do you feel about that? 
you know, as a man perspective, you dated. Um, yes. Let's take the first side. Let's take the left side. Let's talk about women that you meet. Somebody you're crazy about that tells you they they're looking to still live their life a little bit longer. See you in ten years. How does that make you feel? It was frustrating when I was younger, because if it's somebody that you really want, as opposed to somebody that's good for you, the needs and the wants, because I talk about in the book, if uh, the want becomes greater than the need, then the want becomes the need. It feels like I have to have this. But when I was younger, it, it was devastating, because if you're in college, she's in college. You're you're crazy about her. You're super excited. And she's telling you, oh, but the guys, there's some other guys that I really like. And you're like, oh, just be with me. I love you so much. You know, you, you kind of in that type of time. But as you get older, you realize that you have to run the race with somebody that's running alongside of you, that it it's just going to make things easier. And then the person that really wants you, they'll just be with you. So I was really, it was really a blessing in disguise. There are no losses, just lessons. So I learned that if somebody wants to be with you, it doesn't matter about where they're at in their life, they'll be with you. And if they don't want to be with you, I'm not going to say they're going to make an excuse, but they'll figure out a way to let you out easy to tell you that they're not interested. So I had to learn the difference. And and that was really, really good blessings on the left side. So it's a good, it's just age, it's just, it's just a number. Yeah, well, like, well, no, it is and it isn't. Like, I mean, yes, you're right, because you hope with age, you've learned a little bit more because you've had some more experiences and not, you know, making the same mistakes. So then when you went to the other side, to the right, where I feel like I'm talking politics here. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Left side, right side. That's what it is. That's all Dan and his politics. Politics. So. When you meet now, you meet women that are a little older, a little bit more established. So, what did you like and what didn't you like? Obviously, because you said that it yeah. turned you off. I think a bit. Would I say that or not really? It, it it just depended on the person, you know, that I was with. You know, you feel different about different people. There were some positives. I learned that you women that are older have tremendous amount of wisdom. So. They, they play less games with you. They're more direct and upfront, like in the beginning. So you're not going to get like let on as much as you would with somebody that was younger that kind of didn't want to hurt your feelings, but kind of enjoy your company. So they would just tell me day one, you know, we could be sitting at a restaurant. I mean, she pulling out her notepad. She was like, okay, so this is what I want. And this is what I need from you. And then, all right, you sound good. We doing this. And, I mean, it was right from the beginning. So I respected that. That was good. You know, that's a good thing that I learned that sometimes it's good to be direct on that perspective. But the flip side was if you've already been, had your favorite restaurants, you've already traveled across the world and you've already had children and lived with somebody and, you know, did the whole deal. I kind of felt left out. Like, well, what, what can we experience together? Cause I love that, that explosion new, experience still. I love that with you. If I'm with somebody, we hold hands and we go to our very first football game together. I love that deer in the headlights look that you got where you're so excited because this is so new and fresh, as opposed to that, this reminds me of something I did two years ago or five years ago. Oh, this is the same restaurant I was at. It's a lot. So there's good and bad. It's positive and negative to everything. It's just, it's the person. The book talks a lot about the woman in the middle 
who is your person, if the person that you're with, you enjoy to be with, then all the other things are minute. You know, you'll get over that. And, you know, I think you're right. I think it doesn't matter if they're, if we're, well, if somebody still wants to go out and experience things, that they're, that means they need to go out and experience things and that they are too young. And that's smart that they recognize it. Too young meaning too young in life. They could be older, right. haven't experienced what they needed to. And then you're right on the other side, it's nice to be direct. But I think for me, I mean, I know as a woman, when I go on a date, when somebody says, so what are you looking for? Are you looking, you know, we have a timeline. Like, I don't have a timeline. Okay. I think you just right. have to allow to be. I mean, yes, I think you with somebody for um, at least four seasons. If you're not with them four seasons, you don't know enough about them. That's this is true. So have you had anybody true. break your heart? <laughs> Can anybody break your heart, MJ? What you trying to do to me, Miss Maria? What do you have to do? <laughs> Maria, Maria, please. Uh, oh, broke my heart. Yeah, of course. Of course. Plenty of times. That's that's what the heart is for. It's a break and then the heal and then the break again and then the heal. It's a strong organ that you have, you know, in your body. I love that. Yes. And, you know. I, yes, I'm. They think, oh, that's it. I'm not going to go out there and get you know, I First of all, are you in a relationship? Good for you. Are you oh, 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 am I in a relationship? No, 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 no. I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> not, not yet. Ladies, not yet. Ladies, I'm putting this out on Instagram. It's going to be clips. He is single. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, right for the plucking. <laughs> <laughs> right for the plucking. You're crazy. That's <laughs> good. No, I, so... Well, what advice would you give women that are getting out there? First of all, let's start with um, younger people, younger women in their 20, you know, getting out of school. What advice would you give them? Well, that's the one thing, Ms. Maria, I don't do. I don't give advice. I don't do it. I let people just live their lives and do that thing. There's only really one piece of advice that I probably ever give, and that's in the book. And it's two words, and it says, don't die. That's it. The only advice I give is don't die. Live your life. Whatever feels, feel it. Whatever looks, look it. Whatever tastes, taste it. Whatever do, do it. Do it. Live your life. Live live, whatever it is. If you're a person that wants to, you know, have a family and and get married and all that, you're going to run into that person that's going to want to get married and want to settle down just like you. We meet those people. The hardest part is not finding your person. It's not hard. The hardest part is finding the person that we want to want us back. That's the challenge. The one of- finding. Yep. Yep. There's a, there's a song, uh, 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 Teddy Pendergrass got a great song. Cause I like the old school and he's saying, it feels so good loving somebody. If somebody loves you back. Yes. I love yeah. that song. That's that's the, always the issue. Not find we find the people that we like all the time, but that person wanting us the same way we want them or close enough to be in a, a monogamous, committed relationship for a long time. That's the challenge. So acceptance is probably the hardest thing I would tell anybody to deal with when it comes to love, relationships, commitment, the whole nine. My, my parents have a great story. They're still married to this day. Been almost 40 years. My mom said she didn't like my dad in the beginning. He was goofy looking. He had big old glasses, big, thick Coke bottle glasses, she said. She said she didn't like him. 
he won her over because of all the other things that she she checked the other box. He checked the other boxes for her, and she realized, I know I'm gonna have a long, good life with him. He's gonna take care of me, and that's what I want more than I want anything else. So I, I tell people in the book, I want woman in the middle. I say it's not about what you want; it's about what you want the most that brings you to success. So as long as you get the top three things, you don't have to get all 10. Get the top three, and I think you'll be okay. Well, but do you think there has to be also some, and I don't like to use the word chemistry because chemistry fizzles out, but, you know, there has to be some sort of physical attraction, you know, that, that you know, you gravitate towards somebody. And then, of course, then you get to decide what connection then you get into the really the deep emotional, spiritual side. Ideally, you would in, in a perfect world, I think you could do that. But like I talk about in the book, you can have relationships where the person doesn't fit all three things, you know, the physical, the spiritual, the mental, and you can still be with this person for a long time. It's not the most beautiful stories. Like in the Disney movies, it's not like you know, finding the Snow White and then the prince and, you know, you see each other. It might not be that way, but I have seen very successful couples meet each other and be on the same page with their wants and it just works out. So I'm just realistic. I don't try to, you know, paint this this beautiful picture where, you know, she has to be somebody that is the light of your life and he has to be somebody that takes your breath away in order for you to be with them for 45 years. You don't have to have that. If you do end up with that great high five, I'm proud of you, but I don't I don't preach that. I preach somebody that is either committed to you or committed to the relationship. So I have to I agree with you and I don't. Because uh-huh. I think that you do need somebody to take your breath away. Because when you fall in love with him or her, uh-huh. they should take your breath. They should. I think that's where that goes into that connection chemistry. It moves to that. I'm not saying it might not start like that, but you know, it's just it needs to get there. I think it needs uh-huh. somebody that has your back. Yeah, I, I agree definitely. It, it's important for somebody, especially establishing that early, to say, "Hey, you got me. You know, I got you." Chemistry can come with time. You can be with somebody in the beginning not have any chemistry, and it, it, it can flow and it can grow. I've, I've seen couples not have anything in common, but they be together for a few years, and then, man, they realize, you know what, I like this, I like that, and it just works out. My mom told me something that was really real to me. It was probably the realest thing I ever heard when I was young, and it, it's gravitated through my, my entire life, and I respect my mom for that. She's always been honest with me. She, she don't lie to me. She always tells me the truth. And my mom told me that women choose the love and men fall in love. And I didn't really know what that meant when I was younger, but as a, an older you know, man today, I get it, that in order for, for a relationship to really do well long-term and be safe and protected, and to grow, the man has to be way more into the relationship than the woman has to be. A woman can kind of like you enough and be with you for 50 years. I've seen it. Women be like, yeah, you cool. I like the way you 
brush your hair and I like your truck, I'll be with you. Like it doesn't have to be a whole lot, but for a man to really be all in with a woman, he has to just be over the moon because there's going to be temptations. There's going to be times that he's going to be frustrated. There's going to be, and a man can just dip out. He can go. If he's not in with you, he can go, he can do it. So in the book, I, I talk about how a situationship can feel like a relationship. It's the very first chapter. But it's not because very damaging because you think that you're in something real, but you're not. It's just circumstantial. As soon as the one or two little things that you like about this person kind of goes away, you're out, you know, and then you use what's called the monkey bar technique that I talk about, you know, where you won't let go of another relationship until you're really secure with the other relationship. And then you let that relationship go. People would tend to do that throughout the course of their life. And that's where the damage and the trauma and all the emotional damage and the hurt will come from, from monkey barring your way through life, you know, relationship to relationship. That's true. And that is so key thing is you need to, you know, give yourself some time after a relationship and not jump from the frying pan into the, and I see that all the time with people and it doesn't work. It truly doesn't work. So we have a few minutes left, believe it or not, we've been talking, we've been having a conversation. So what's on the horizon for you? What what would you like to share with our listeners? Um, if I have the book. It's great. It's called The Woman in the Middle, A Man's Guide to a Woman's Treasure, Her Mind. Where so, you know, get that apart. Uh, it's all on, on my platforms. I'm on all social media platforms. It's so bomb swag. That's TikTok, Instagram, you name it, you know, Twitter. But the overall theme and the message is just, um, getting, you know, all my, my talent out there. I just wrote, um, my first TV show, you know, I got that as a pilot for a show I just put out. I'm excited for that. I really want to screenplay. I want to get on, get with Tyler Perry and get with Will Packer. And, you know, that's, that's my goal, Steve Harvey. That's my whole mission. So I, I really just want to tell everybody, just support the book, support the movement. I'm on all the platforms. So Bonswag, the woman in the middle, that's it. Just, uh, just show love. If you, you want to talk, I have no problem having communication, which I have no problems with that. And I just want to help. That's my whole mission. I'll tell you the truth now. I don't do no lying. I just want to help. have an email because some people might not be on all social media channels. And that was, oh, yeah. I was having a challenging time finding that. <laughs> oh, yeah. My my email's on my, on my TikTok, which is so bomb swag, but my email is bomb swag and then the number one at gmail so you know you can reach out to me on that so if you want a more professional ding thing well i want to thank you so much for sharing because i really wanted to find out if you read the book like what really made him decide like what you know and i know your mom had a big influence in your life and and i think that uh you know what you're doing is first of all wonderful just getting you know giving yourself people other platforms so they can stand on them and find out their true self, which you're giving them a helping hand. And that is so critical in life. And I know you're going to find somebody. I do. I do. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just pray. I'm just thankful. Uh, you know, I just, I lead, you know, let God lead it by me. I, my whole mission is to serve his purpose. So whatever God got for me, I'm just happy to receive it. That That's where I'm at with it now. Well, everybody, you heard it from MJ here today. And we're going to put that information in all the show notes. In the meantime, everyone, continue to stay healthy, happy, and safe, and spread love. 
and have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much, and I hope to hear your comments.